1935, the Lions win the NFL championship. The Detroit Tigers take the World Series. The Red Wings bring home Lord Stanley's Cup. Joe Lewis begins his rise to world domination. This transforms the Motor City into Detroit, City of Champions. All right, we are off the hoist and back into the water. Detroit City of Champions, the podcast. I'm Jamie Flanagan, along with Charles Avison, the author of a trilogy of books all about 1935. 1935, just an amazing year in sports, in sports history, in Detroit especially. 33 championships were won. The Lions, the Tigers, the Red Wings. Joe Lewis had an amazing year. And right now, like I said, we're back in the water. And we're talking about Garwood. Garwood, the Miss America 9 is where we're at currently. In the story, Charles and I are breaking it down, talking about everything happening in this episode. Continuing where we left off last time. Garwood, Detroit City of Champions. It's the podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave a comment wherever you're listening. We appreciate you taking some time to to be part of the the party here that that we have uh, every week talking about the amazing Detroit stories. So thanks for listening. Follow, subscribe, tell a a few friends, a few hundred uh, of your friends if you could. Uh, That all helps. And uh, thank you so much for being here. So wood gets beat. It's the first heat in a harm's way he's ever beat. And we've already talked about the the you know the racketing, you know, ratcheting up of intensity for this race. Yeah. Six hundred thousand people come to the Detroit River. These are majority Detroiters, Canadians. Right, right. These people that have been used to seeing wood win every single time. Right, right. And now wood in the very first race gets straight up beat, straight up head to head beaten. Right, like a boat that came over here to America to challenge Wood, and they beat him in the first race. Uh, so this, and so it, one of the things to, to sort of so number one is the, there's the Miss America Eight. That's kind of how they refer to that. Uh, you know, there's another boat there. There was two boats coming down the river. The Miss America Eight was driven by George, uh, by Garwood's brother George, and that boat was completely outclassed. Right, it had no ch- like basically had no chance. And then the Miss America Nine. The key thing to meant to take out of what Barrett Lee, J. Lee Barrett says there is that the boat was porpoising. It was not planing. Right, because it, it didn't catch the plane on the back bow. Okay. So what it, the main thing is that you want to skim, sure. right? Where the boat's barely just barely touching the water, just to let it know that it's still there. Yeah, yeah, otherwise, yeah. it's flying. Yeah. In the plane, and so the Miss England planed, Miss England two planed in the gar in, in the Miss American nine did not. It kept hopping on the water across, and you're not, and you're not going to win. Yeah. So as a result. So Garwood recognizes that this thing had porpoised so badly that they have to rebuild this thing by the next day. The only solution. Hey, fellas. I got some uh, bad news. Call your wives. <laughs> yeah, let her know they're not coming home You're tonight. not making it home for dinner. You're not going to get or home for breakfast. Dinner. Or lunch. <laughs> and probably not dinner either, as we're going to find out here in a second. Oh, my God. So the God. entire Miss America 9, in a single night has to be stripped down to the studs. I get to see him in like some coveralls with his hands on his Wait, hips we're, going. We're going to describe All right it. guys, let's rip this thing apart. Wait till you see what we're about to, what's about to happen oh. in this next quote. This entire boat has got to be completely rebuilt mm. in 24 hours. <laughs> like <laughs> this is insane. What you're about to hear is insane. Like if this was just picture when I read this next quote, I'm going to take a sip of this here in a second yeah. too. When I read this next quote, Imagine, imagine what I'm about to, for you, the listener, you, the viewer that's watching this, picture in your mind as I read this next quote, 
that this is a movie, that this is in a movie, okay? That you're watching, like you just saw this race. It's been There's been a hyped-up moment to Garwood. He loses this race. And I want you to picture in your mind as we read this next quote that this following scene is a scene in a movie that so I'm reading we, to you a screenplay. What do we know about Gar? What do we know about Gar and 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 how he treated his his staff? I know you're his, about his to find pilot. out. All, those, All right. that's going to be answered right here because that's a great question. You're so find out. it's it's is he is he a nice guy? Is he a taskmaster? Is he a team player? Uh, is he? A, I can't is, believe is you're it, asking these questions because that's one of the heart. That's one of the major components. Because that's what I want to know: is it? Is he? Is he? Is he? Is he? Is he beating the slaves in Egypt to make the to make the pyramids? Let me get another splash that old forest. Is he? Is he? Is he in the trenches with the team with his sleeves rolled up? Man to man, wait to shoulder to shoulder. I can't even believe you're asking me this. Working question. their butt off, the viewers... and, and really because it could go either way. Yes, right now, it I totally because do, I, I don't we know nothing about him. At I'm this not point. A, as far I'm as not like 100 percent yeah, sure. Role, yeah, and and he's I mean he's an incredible businessman. He's sure. made he's made he spends he's got trucks, lavishly trucks load truck load and truck loads of money. Uh, so someone who has truckloads and truckloads of money to spend has made it, and 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 fools don't make that kind of money. Uh, you don't. You don't. It, it's rare that people luck into that kind of money. So was he? Was he? Was he a team player or, or well, was that's he a taskmaster? So, I, I honestly can't believe you're asking. That's. I mean, it's such a fortuitous. Like, like it's. I can't. That's such a phenomenal question to ask yeah. me. Because as is, he got out of the boat, this is not scripted. You are asking me this question without any. There's. Right, right. This was not indicated by me before the show or after the show that you're asking. Because this question is what I'm visualizing right for yeah. for as if it was a screenplay for him losing that race, getting off that boat. Stepping off that boat, ripping off those goggles, and going, what's his attitude? It's, it's like it's got to be rebuilt. Was it? Was it, it's got to be, be, yeah. be rebuilt? But he's like, is he like PO'd and angry and shouting, or is he like pulling the team together? So where does it go? Where does it go? From that's here? what. So it's, that's what I'm saying. It's that's why I want to see that. Well, wait, wait, when I, all those questions you just asked all are right. about to be answered in this, I'm all not going to have to take any liberty with answering that question. Cool. Jay Lee Barrett's about to, to about to answer all of that. <laughs> Jay that's why, Lee, man, and that's, and that's why it's the so. Speedo Kings, that's he's come through again. Oh, totally. And that's but you came through because you're asking a question that literally is a fade in towards the quote that I'm about to read to you. I mean, you would you, you're not going to believe how 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 well your questions are about to be answered. Oh. I don't have to say anything to answer awesome. that. All right, so I was at I was at, and this is again Jay Lee Barrett. Mm-hmm. I was at Woods Boatwell that September night after the first heat. I was curious to know the cause of Wood's trouble. How was it that Wood had been beaten at last? What had happened to Miss America 9? Why was Don able to beat Wood? Who would win the next race? What was Wood doing now to get his boat in shape? Could he get it ready in time? If Don should win one more race, the trophy would go back to England for the first time since 1920. I wanted these questions answered. I went to Greyhaven, Wood's Detroit home on the Detroit River. It was just past midnight in Woods Boatwell. The yard was floodlighted so the men could work. I was watching the beehive of life that swarmed around the Harmsworth Defender, Miss America 9. Fifty, fifty staccato sounds pierced my ears at once. Rivets were biting fast into that beautiful mahogany hull that held in its stomach 2,800 horsepower. Men were climbing all over that boat. Mechanics and engineers riveting, sawing, hammering, bracing. They were springing the hull, which means forcing the bow down and bracing it to a plane. Fifteen men we counted, the little band that works behind the scenes, the little band that had built this very boat, in fact, all of Wood's boats, in Algonac, the little band that checks every inch of those engines, that keeps the hull strong, balanced to a hair's breadth. Between the Miss America 9 was a fine temperamental instrument of speed, perhaps the most temperamental boat Wood had ever built. 
It was like a Stradivarius. In fact, it was drawn so fine, so closely balanced, that in trials in the smooth water of the Canal de... Canal Eckhart River in Canada, one day before the race, it jumped clear out of the water when Johnson put his hand over the mm-hmm. side of the boat. That slight wind resistance annoyed her. He put his hand at the side of the boat, and it jumped out of the water. That's how <laughs> temperamental it was. So he put his hand out of the boat, and it jumped clear out of the water. He said that's that slight wind resistance annoyed her. Oh, that's how temperamental man. that boat was. Yeah. So that's, this is why they're like, we got that's why they got to do all this work. The men were fingering the carburetors, oil lines, gas lines, water lines, everything. Someone was putting a stiffening brace in the hull where the water hits hardest at 100 miles an hour. That hull must hold together. America must keep the trophy. Wood must win. The boat must be ready again by Tuesday afternoon. These things were boring into the brains of these men as they worked together there doggedly, jaws set, determined. They wouldn't fail wood this time. Yesterday the hull had snapped. It, it couldn't take all the power of those engines. The forward plane rode too high. It porpoised. They thrilled us as we sat there watching. Wood's loyal band. They'd die for him. Sleep didn't mean a thing to them as long as the Miss Americas were not ready. In Algonac, they call these boats our Miss Americas, and it is well they should. The whole town for years has helped and build these boats. Men of the town have worked day and night on them. Mothers and wives say nothing. It was all right as long as it was for Garwood, for Algonac, for America. And here they were again, the same little loyal band, getting the Miss America 9 ready for the second race. All through the night they worked, driven on by black coffee prepared by Mrs. Wood, Gar's wife. About 3 o'clock in the morning, Wood himself came out to the yard, short, thin, his shock of white hair blowing, his shirt sleeves rolling to his elbows, his collar flung open at the neck. He walked briskly over to his boat, climbed in, and began fingering the vital parts of those engines and superchargers. The sun came up, finally, bright and hot, but that didn't stop these men. The work went on all through the day. On Tuesday at 4.45 p.m., just 15 minutes before the starting gun of the race, the last mechanic climbed, tired, out of the hull. Miss America 9 was ready. At least they thought so. But just then, Orlin Johnson noticed a leak in the gasoline tank. 15 minutes left in the gas tank leaking. Wood hurried to the telephone to call the, call the race committee. Eden Byrne and Chapman... Ask Don if I can have another 45 minutes, he said. We can't get ready by 5 o'clock. My gas tank is leaking. No, was Don's answer. Wood has two boats. Let him send one of them on. I am ready. If he's not here at 5 o'clock, I'll go on without him. Wood waited, thought a moment. That crack in his gas tank was like a deep gash into the heart of his boat. Then he said, all right, I'll be there. I won't quit now. Tell Don I won't quit. Tell him I'll lead him into that first turn. Now, there was only one thing for Wood to do, solder the tank as it was, full of high-explosive fuel. They didn't have time to drain and refill. It takes about two and one-half days to take the tanks out of the boat and install them again. It was dangerous business. There was his beautiful home of Georgian stone, his yacht, his seaplane, his boat well, his men. An explosion? Well, he didn't want to think about that. John Brewer, one of Wood's men, crawled under the hatches of the ninth to loosen the saddles that hold the fuel tank in place. In a few minutes, he was dragged out, unconscious from the fumes. Frank Calvillage, a Packard man, crawled under. They didn't care, these men. They wouldn't quit either. They had risked too much now. Wood himself took the soldering iron and sat on the deck, sealing the gash in his fuel tank. You could hear the solder iron sizzle when it touched the leaking benzol. Johnson walked back and wired the teddy bears more securely to the engines. (laughs) 
<laughs> Important stuff. <laughs> what a great line. <laughs> if they're going to blow, Details, at least they're not going to. Vance Smith kept hand, handing hot, hot solder irons to wood. All was silent. You could only hear the dangerous sizzling of the solder iron wood held in his hand. At the five-minute gun, meaning the disc from the race is about to start, at the final five minutes of the race, all the crowds watching the disc drop, Five, they're, they have no idea what's going right, on. Right, right, right. They're over here soldering a benzol gasoline tank oh with fire God. on it, freaking the most explosive gasoline that's ever been invented. At the five-minute gun, George Wood and Vance Smith left Wood's boat well with the Miss America 8. As they were leaving, Wood, still soldering the fuel tank, called out to them, I don't know whether we'll be with you fellows or not, but we'll try. The tank was soldered. Barely three minutes were left to warm up those engines and get to the starting line. Wood and Johnson threw on their helmets and life preservers, packed their ears with batting to deaden the roar of the engines, smeared their faces with heavy grease to protect their skin from the exhaust fumes, put, or ex- exhaust flames, put on their goggles and jumped into the cockpit. Johnson started the engines, and down the river they flew, headed tra- straight for the line. Wood could see Don's white boat making the upper turn of the course before dashing to the line. He nudged Johnson. That meant more throttle. Johnson responded, gradually. In a split moment, it seemed they were right beside Don, aiming for the line. Wood was dead sure he was going to beat Don to the line and keep inside the course near the buoys. He signaled Johnson for open throttle. The boat shot ahead. Both boats, throttles open, roared across the line. Wood in the lead, on the inside, near the buoys. Both boats had beaten the starting gun. Wood by 9.3 seconds, down by 7.26 seconds. When a boat crosses, it goes across the line five seconds or less ahead of the gun, it is penalized. If it goes across over five seconds ahead of the gun, it is automatically disqualified. These are Harmsworth rules, English rules, world rules. Both boats were disqualified. Uh. But neither Don nor Wood knew this. Uh, <laughs> but neither Don nor Wood knew this. Uh, Johnson knew. He had his orders from Wood before they left. No matter what happens, he did, told Johnson, keep ahead of Don. And so both boats kept going, throttles open, into the first turn. Wood spun his boat around the two westerly buoys like a top, still in the lead and gaining on Don every second. Around the second westerly buoy, Wood spread, spread wide. Don's boat, after rounding the same buoy, desperately trying to catch Wood, scudded suddenly out of control. Its bow shot up, listing a trifle, and turned a complete turtle with its engine screaming, dove, and sank. Don and his men were thrown clear, uninjured. Wood kept going, not knowing what had happened. As he was completing the first lap and charging down again toward the judges' stand, he was flagged off the course, disqualified. Wood's second entry, Miss America 8, driven by George Wood, was following far, far behind the other two boats. When George noticed that both boats ahead of him were out of the race, he slowed down, almost stopped, not knowing what to do. Wood, seeing this from across the river, jumped on the bow of the ninth and waved frantically to George and Vance Smith to keep going, to complete the race. The entire course was now swarming with moving craft rushing to the spot where Don had catapulted. The government cutters and race officials were powerless to keep the course clear for Miss America 8, but George Wood guided his boat through the maze of watercraft and completed the race. Oh. All right, so how does this how does what this a work? Story. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, there's the the 15 minutes before the race, the the gas tank is leaking, and there takes two and a half days to do it safely, or they can do it in 15 minutes if they solder it while it's full of gas. <laughs> if I take a ride on this atomic bomb, yeah, they're, they're, these are words going. Well, my whole house is here, my family's here, uh, and then the funny part is where Orland Johnson goes, "I better wrap these bears tighter to the <laughs> steering wheel because if this thing goes blows up, 
Holy. where those bears are going to get killed, you know? Holy crap. I mean, could you imagine if this is a movie? Oh, yeah. That's, this is a this this is the oh greatest story you've ever heard. This is so much tension. Th- this is incredible. And the soldering irons of the day were like they they were they were they had it wasn't Shooting like a, sparks. Yeah. And oh my god. I mean, yeah. There's it's it's a, you know they're it's sending it's heating metal to patch metal. That's Unbel- what they do. Unbelievable. Yeah. And so that you know he's they got to re first of all they got to rebuild the boat. That's a story into itself. They got to tear the boat apart. Re, you know, get the plane so it readjusts. All right, we're ready. Let's go. Tank is leaking. Oh, by the way, the gas tank's leaking. Oh, well, they're like, hey, I need, I need another forty-five minutes at least. And like, you ain't got it because they want, they want to win. Yeah, they want to win. It wouldn't oh, yeah. want a few races when well, other boats had technical problems. They were holding him to the same. He was yeah, like, dude. you got another boat, send that one. Oh, Mister Moneybags, you, we got one yeah, boat. Yeah. You got two. Oh, what, one of your boats isn't working, so you can't race with just one. You know. So now, how does that work? And uh, Chris, Chris said that's the most gripping uh, than any fiction he's ever. There's nothing read. out there. Thank so. you, Chris. I'm glad. That's what I'm saying. Like this is that. That's why I say this Garwood story is, it, is the is be- is my favorite story from all the city of champions. This is the most. It's the it, there's you can't talk about grit. It's unbelievable and 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 teamwork and uh, you know and then you know it's it's the American entrepreneur um, against the entire British yes. And Monarchy, the, and to answer the entire your question, British Empire. And to answer your question about what it was, how these guys feel about working for Wood, they would die for him. They worked overnight. They almost did. They could have died for him. And his wife's bringing him coffee overnight. Yeah. Gar was getting a nap yeah. so he could race the next day. He yeah. came out at 3 in the morning, rolled up yes. his sleeves, and he started welding because it was the most dangerous job out there, and he jumped yeah. in to do it. Yeah, in the whole town. The That's whole, a leader. The whole town of Elginac, he says right there. They say right there. In Elginac, they call these boats our Miss Americas. Yeah. And it's well they should. Yep. The whole town for years has helped build these boats. Men of the town have worked day and night on them. Mothers and wives say nothing. It was all right as long as it was for Garwood, for Algonac, for America. Mm-hmm. That's this ties into the very to the very heartbeat of who we are. Mm-hmm. Like as a country, man. Yeah. As a this this is like they're like for America. The boat's called Miss America. And it's going against Miss England too. Right. It's a Miss America nine going against a Miss America, Miss England too. And it's defending it on the Detroit River. You with a with the, potentially this is what brings up the, the sort of the case I wanted to make. The largest crowd in the history of any sporting event is there. To watch these this drama. I was trying to pull up some numbers of the Detroit Hydroplanes. And they were talking about a massive attendance in 76. And it was only 500,000. Well, I can't believe that. That's a huge number, too, because the numbers... And, uh, and this is like over 600,000. This is over 600,000. And we're so going to see in the funny. next race, in a couple races forward, there's going to be double this. This is In this race alone, you could make a case. when you If you just do a Google search, before I did the show, I wanted to take a quick look. I didn't even put this in the book. But like the largest uh, sport spectator events in sporting history... Right, mm-hmm. like that's and that's not listed. That's a good find. I didn't right. know that the I mean the the gold cup races and that had that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but anyways, the Guinness Book of World Record for the largest attending at a sporting event. They li- that's Guinness Book of World Record. Literally quotation marks largest at- attendance at a sporting event. Um, this and what they said. Oh, that was. was. What's that? Okay, all right. Yeah, 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 there actually is. I mean, I looked it up online. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is what Google's, you know, this is Guinness Book of World Records.com. Okay. And it says largest attendance at a sporting event, and they list the Tour de France, okay, at 12 million people. But that was over the course of three weeks. 
So if you break that up over right, 21 right. days, so we're talking about a singular day event, right? right? So over the course of three weeks, so that's 21 days. So 12 million divided by 21 days, it's an average of 571,428 and a half people. So and that's still underneath. Here's the thing. Um, the Miss USA, Miss US winner, uh, Gold Cup Thriller in 76. Um, and here's, but here's the caveat on it. Uh, before the post-World War II record crowd. Yeah. So it's a post-World War II record, yeah. which means there was a record before World exactly. War II, which was bigger than this. And so why is this a record? That's, well, so that's what I'm saying. Well, because <laughs> why is this a record? Why is this story forgotten? Yeah. Why is the City of Champions thing marginalized? Uh, this Charles, we were talking about that. I think I don't know. I think we were talking about this before we got yeah, on it was the like, air. Oh, all that stuff that happened before the war. That was oh, ancient times. We were, ta- ancient we were talking times. about Champions Day and, and wanting to celebrate Champions yeah. Day. Uh, and we got, got, got poo pooed a little bit. Um, I tried calling the historical museum to do something. Yeah, and they're like, oh well, we just changed a, a couple of staff members, so we're not doing anything. They don't have a clue. Oh, it's like, hey, guess what? They don't have a clue. History's happening, up, people. Yeah, it's that's what that's one of the most frustrating things. I hate to sit here and like you know, bash hey, wait, people, but holiday. this is a, this is a, yeah, but this yeah. is. And I was telling you before, we're going to sh- cancel Christmas. Yeah, I was telling you before the show. Welcome to you know this. You, you now see what I have been dealing with for twelve years. Right, you right. are now part of it. You are part of the story of the City of Champions project, Jamie. Yeah, you're part and of it. It's you're, like these this record and it, with the caveat right on it: post World yes. War II record yeah. of five hundred thousand yeah. fans. This is what we got to deal with. We got to deal with the fact <sighs> that we like we're just trying to find a venue to do a broadcast for the show we've been doing historical museum things for the last however many years and that's you know not to beat that particular horse right what i'm saying is is that this stuff that happened in detroit is some of the most amazing things that's ever been done and not (laughs) not just sports history but a city that doesn't celebrate these events is insane Mm -hmm. the marketing Mm -hmm. power the 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 value that comes out of these stories in the champions day there's nobody else doing anything Mm -hmm. nobody and we're trying to, to get a you know to to use the the, the the front lobby of the historical museum to broadcast the show. And they're like, well, you know, we're at different change in staff. We can't oh, and it really was do funny anything. last year when we did the the Champions Day broadcast. You know, we walked in and they were like, you know, two 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 people working the front counter, uh, and and we're like, hey, hi, yeah, we're here to do the the yeah. Champions Day broadcast. Well, they've been great in years past, but and this they're year like, it was what? Just like, no, and it, they were like, what? And they were like, oh. Yeah, no, and it was like, oh, go ahead. And the museum, it was kind of, it was a quiet day. It was a sun. It was, it was yeah, a it was Sunday. nice. It was, yeah, a, it was a nice spring, sunny, they, sunny day. They, they were like, oh, go, ahead. and they just let us go. And we're like, we could, we could have done anything we wanted. We could have tried on some of the clothes or what. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> we it's could a have ghost taken some of those vintage cards for a ride. Yeah, uh, so, they just kind of cut us loose in there on our own. I'm like, are you people? You don't. Well, that's what's so striking about this year when we asked them basically do the same thing. They're like, well, we're you know, it's like it's like yeah, somebody yeah. going, well, you know, I, I'm. Busy and what I wanted today, to do you know, is oh, we're busy uh, that day. <laughs> Give it to some you know crap. But this story, is, it's just so amazing. Um, something else is amazing. What I wanted to do for Champions Day was. Uh, but it was kind of rushed at this point. Um, there's a we, we it, it's available now. Um, Chris made this. Uh, Chris is an avid avid yeah he, participant. Chris has been doing a ton of work. Chris and I want to mention too. Chris is the one just to make sure the record is totally square. He's making our YouTube Chris was uh, the page one, looking good. Chris was the one that suggested starting a Wikipedia page for Champions Day. Mm-hmm. Chris was the one that came to me and said, "Well, you need a, Ch- a Champions Day sure. Wikipedia page." Like we we worked together to put like to, you know I gave him some information to put on there, but Chris is the one that really that that I mean did all, I don't even know how to start a Wikipedia page. He's yeah. the one that did it. And years ago there was an interview where 
where I where like basically I got quoted for a magazine article where I where where basically I was like, yeah, I started a Wikipedia page, and I just want to make sure that that Chris, I'm gonna be probably that was saying kind of this. a dick move, Charles. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm it messing wasn't with you, messing like, with you, messing with well, you. Well, you told me you felt you told me you felt guilty you, about and that, and I'm guilty. busting your chops and I, about I, it. Well, that's fine. I and I deserve <laughs> it. I deserve it. But here's the thing: I is, love is that, that you're giving him props. But I but I'm and I'm going to continue to do so to make sure that that record is is square because he's done a ton of work on the City of Champions project. He's Avid, what know, I he's wanted... been bitten by the bug of city champion. He's been helping. You know, he's been doing all the thumbnail. He did, he was his idea for the thumbnails. It's uh, he's been doing and, a ton and of you, work. You and he got together and and created this like really cool crest. Well, um, Chris, yeah, Chris was the one that he's a Chris is yeah he's he, the one he's that got a background in making this coat of arms. Absolutely, and, he knows uh, all the terminology uh, and the language. I, I, I'm all about. I got a I got a tattoo of my family's coat of arms. Can't see it there. Your next your next tat's going to be the show. City of Champions it, it is. crest. It's is it really? Be, oh yeah, yeah. I will, totally. That's so I'm awesome, totally dude. Once we get, uh, I don't know. I'll put some. Well, if you look it. at the anybody listening or watching the little the up in the upper right hand corner the thumbnail for the for the videos that we post. Is on the, YouTube, is the yeah. on the YouTube is the little crest that says the episode number on, underneath it, mm-hmm. and uh, but but yeah, Chris is one. Yeah, Chris was one that you got, I started after it was Chris's. Chris is the one that took the lead on that entire thing. He's the one that suggested it. He's the one that already started love doing it. it on his own. Love, 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 He's love the one it. that started doing it all. I brought a couple ideas to it. We kind of worked, went bounced ideas back and what forth. What I wanted to he do, gets, he gets 99 percent of the credit. It, for it's that. like a, it's a it's a day late and a dollar short. Um, but for Champions Day, I don't know. Maybe we could do it on Monday. I don't know if, if you got time on Monday, uh, man. If especially if we're doing something at the in front of Miss America Ten, <sighs> no, 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 we're not in front of the Miss America. But just do a short uh, episode in in uh, for Champions Day on Champions Day. What we just talk um, about to so recap a little bit. No, no, let's just do the crest. On Champions Day. What do you mean? Like talk about it? Yeah, just do a short mini-sode on the crest. I'll do whatever. We'll, we'll it's bring, Champions Day, man. I'm we'll bring Chris on. So on the 18th, we'll just do something um, with Chris. This is we're talking. Well, about, we were also talking about doing somewhere we did kind of a recap this year about all the yeah, yeah. episodes we've done thus far. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I would maybe just, I can get just, Tom to come on. Just do a sh- we'll just do a short one when we go to Miss America. Yeah, invite Tom and if Chris wants to come join. Well, us. Well, no, I'm talking about for the recap. Oh, yeah, yeah, for the recap for we the can, city of Cham- for Champions Day. Like we could do a recap of all the episodes that we've already been doing. We could do that. I mean, but it's like you know Monday. It's already Thursday. I know. So but I don't. But it doesn't take any planning for us to do a recap. We're okay. just going to be talking about it. All right. So I mean, uh, so anyways, we'll, we can do more of this planning off air. But yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, we just want to say thanks to Chris for that. And uh, but well, just to add this, something to this, that Wikipedia this, thing is that Wikipedia page. He was absolutely wrong. It, right. If anybody that's listening to this, go look up Champions Day and click on the Wikipedia page and look what the, when we first started that thing. It was. I mean, it was relatively small. I mean, it was. I mean, there was. You know, it, it was. A, it's it grown. Was, it, it's grown. It's like an entire nice. resource to city to Champions Day. Like, and I learned so much from it. I mean, I you can actually I learned from the Wikipedia page because it what it does is every time one of these one of these libraries uh, um, puts all of their archives online, it, it, there might be a mention of Champions Day from somewhere out in Iowa from 1936 in their newspaper and it in the in the Wikipedia page grabs that article cites it links it to the article yeah. to the site and it, you know you can read about it like all it's right. like it just it grows like by itself it's crazy all right i got lost though we got lost so the first race we lost yeah and the second <laughs> so the, one in the, the first the first heat we lost so uh K Don beat beat us fair and square fair and square in that in that first one so so we rebuilt the boat uh, jumped out there, flying like bat out of Parma. But they with were the last second, and they both were disqualified. Were disqualified. Yes, and so, George Wood won the race. So George, so 
So now, how does this work? Is that like Team America? So you have two Team America. Well, George boats? Wood, yeah, wins the race, and so but so 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 it's because you have to win two out of three, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Does that mean George has to win the third race? Well, or does I, that mean America has to win the third Honestly, race? Honestly, I can't answer that question. What I, happened on the third? Because was there the a third heat? It, there was not because, uh, because, what ha- what because the K-Don's bolt was destroyed in the crash. Well, sucks for you. They, you got five minutes, yeah, bitch. That's what happened. Get your boat out here. That's what happened. You got a car. Put chitty chitty bang bang that mofo that's, and 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 float on out here. Yes, so like he did to Gar. Come on, man. That's what happened, and that's what Gar put it to him. Like we, no, you don't got more than a day to build your boat. Yeah, you, you, the same thing happens. You so got twenty four hours. So it kind of karma. Karma's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, I don't know. If so, but would, there was no third heat. There was no third heat. So and, how does this? Well, how does this you know, I take it. I take it back. I don't honestly. I'm not. The way that the way that it's written, I don't know the details of that. Okay, I can't say so that. who, where, what happens to the Harmsworth? Garwood was credited for winning the Harmsworth Trophy in 1930. Fair play. So I don't know what happened. The second, the, the third day, it might have just been a race between the two boats, and somehow because Garwood, uh, maybe I, I, I got to take another look, but maybe Garwood drove the eight and then um, and then got credit for the win. But whatever it was, they you know Garwood retained the Harmsworth for another okay. year. All right, and the missing missing because he could because so I don't know the K. details of that he kind of and right. he just he says right in there he says Garwood you know ended up winning the Harmsworth. Okay, K Don went home and it was and they were all mad because take your broken ass boat and go home exactly <laughs> yes. And so, but here's the thing is that this is the that this exact moment this is when this is when like so so England. You know, had, had believed that they were about to win this thing, right? Right. And yeah, now yeah. all of a sudden, but here's the thing: what they did was they accused Gar Wood of arranging the second day where he where he basically baited uh, K Don to cross the line and get disqualified with his boat, so that Gar Wood's third, you know, second boat would win the race. Uh, and so that's when they started calling him the Gray Fox of Algonac. Uh, so that's, that's where, start, where like, that's where the nickname came in. That's where, yeah. From my understanding, that's where it that comes is in. Foxy. Yeah, it is. And so they called. And so they were. And Hey, guess what? It worked. It worked. <laughs> hey, guess what? We're Briti- about winning. We're hey, about guess winning. what? British Empire. Yeah. So they were calling this the Yankee trick. Take the Yankee those trick. Take those sour lemons and uh, yeah. go make some lemonade. Yeah. And so, so here's the thing: is so all the all the like <laughs> all of the, like the sort of all of the like escalation towards this race. We should not record for over an hour because we get saucy after. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> but here's the thing: so all the sort of escalation that led up to this race. Now, okay, now K Don gets to go go home back to to England. And they're in the, and all they can say is, shame. He's got, got his shoes in his no, hand. No, but here's the thing is, is he gets to say, we didn't get our boat. We had a superior boat. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had won a, that first heat. We won the first heat fair and square. The yeah. second one, we got jobbed. We got totally jobbed. Yep. And, and there was a Yankee trick pulled on us. We were yeah. trying to keep up with Garwood. We and assumed, if I could only have a few more million pounds to build yeah. another boat. Well, so what it does is what it's, st- what it, you know, they're, they're saying they got, they got basically cheated Yeah. that Garwood set it up so that they knew that he had, he knew he had an inferior boat, which technically he probably did. I mean, the America. first boat was was Panama. Hey, America, so, there you go, America. He's got That's it. That's it. So, so, but anyways, and so what? This Take them red coats. So Wood, to Wood actually, Wood actually defended the charges. <laughs> Wood actually is defending the fact that they're saying yeah. it was like he basically pulled some dirty trick to win the race. And so this is what Wood actually says. This is again is out of Speedboat Kings. So he says, uh. Wood was amazed at the charges. He said, do you think we're crazy enough to risk soldering a loaded gas tank only to disqualify ourselves? 
Besides, if George, meaning George Wood, pilot of the 8th, knew anything about a, po- a plot, why didn't he know what to do when he saw us out of the race? Why did he keep going? If we had plotted for the 8th to lay back and win the race, why did George stop over there past the Yacht Club until he saw me motioning like a madman to go on? Go on, for God's sake, go on! Besides, he said, no American need apologize to the world for these boats of mine. They're as good as any boats built and just as fast. I'll prove it. I will. I'll prove it. <laughs> so, so that sets the stage. That, of course, sets the stage for the the you know the following years. Harmsworth, you ready? And the boys? boats and the boats are going to get bigger. Go build another <laughs> boat. And the, there's going to be and a little teaser. There's not going to be a Miss England two. There's not going to be a Miss America nine. Those mm. numbers are going to plus one. We're all right. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a Titanic. Struggle for supremacy of speed on water in this race here. The next race, this is Robin trying to get up to. And this is we finally get to we're Miss America. Miss 10, America Ten, which is the boat we're gonna get. Actually, so Garwood, we're gonna go and hang out. I, I'm going on Tuesday. I want to do it. I, if, if we could, if t- you want to come with me, I, I got It's three o'clock. I got to Can we? Can we do o'clock. a show there for? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah, dude. If we could do a miss a show this about next the Miss show? America Ten in front of the Miss America Ten, that's we might do epic. it inside the Miss if America Ten. If we could 10. sit in the cockpit, that's like a dream, dude. That's like my. <laughs> To broadcast inside the Miss America Ten. This Renee show. woman likes me, and she was Dang. really, really sweet. And, and the, I, you know, it's I. It's not out of I'm. It, this do the, it. It's the bourbon talking, do but it. we're in. Do it. if we can film if from they, the. If they let us loose, like they let us loose in the historical museum, why wouldn't they? It's a boat, man. When was the last time somebody went no, to go film? But like film we were in the there. historical museum, they were like, we were just there, and nobody was around, and we were like, they're like, oh, go do whatever you want, wherever you want. Cool. We could have done if there was like, because there was a car like right there. It had nothing to do with the the city of champions story. All the city of champions story was behind the the glass and stuff we were talking about last time. But we could have jumped in that car if we yeah. were like, you know, lunatics. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, Sam had to run the place, like take I, photos. I know. It, it, if to anybody, do. Uh, it, it, it was actually a, a pretty fun video. What the um, Champions Day? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I had a great um, day. It, it's uh, it, if you if you if you're listening to the podcast, that that's one to go and check out. Um, Champions Day last year was great. Uh, yeah, because we talked all about the plaque, and Garwood mm-hmm. is uh, prominently represented on the plaque. And we were sitting right in front of it. And it's, it's right there. And there's an amazing story about the plaque and how it was lost and how it was found. There's a, there's a replica. Back Miss, to that there's a replica Miss America 10 in their glass case right yes. next to the plaque. Yes. So it's definitely something you want to check out. Uh, and it was fun just because we're doing like uh, different cameras yeah. and stuff. So Yeah, Sam had different, like, we're like, Sam's reporting from outside. Yeah, his yeah, room yeah, is, yeah. She was taking shots outside. Like, I, was we had a live with, feed. I was hanging with Sam. Yeah, there? we had a live feed from outside the building, inside the building. We mm-hmm. had all kinds of different camera angles. So, so cool. it was fun. So that's one to, that's one that's a good but dude, visual if we're, to if check we get out. To, so, we're le- so if we get to talk about, I mean, the, think about like the... Uh, I'm going there on Tuesday, so let's. I'll, we'll we can, play, I'll we'll broadcast an early it. episode. It's, it's Champions Day. Yeah. And the fact, like, to dude, that is going to be one of those. If we broadcast there mm-hmm. for like our Champions Day episode, I mean, really, it's the day after because Champions Day is Monday. Yeah, yeah. But if we're broadcasting, I mean, the day after that works. There's nobody else celebrating, so we make up yeah, the yeah. rules as we go, right? Yeah. But so, but the, but yeah. we, but yeah. you know, but if what I'm saying is, talk about this as as a as a as a epic Champions Day follow up, you know, for this year's Champions Day. We're doing an episode about the Miss America Ten in perfect <laughs> sequence with the show that we're currently on. In the if we're sitting in yes. the cockpit of the Miss America I know, Ten, I know. I'm working on that's it. That's the most epic, dude. There should be a million followers. There should be a so, million watchers on that, so dude. Work, so working. So on like that. our small band of of our our, our small band so of diehard fan or you know show followers 
should be should be like this should be the most anticipated show of the year, dude. Uh, it, is, it is. Well, and I'm looking forward to the next story. But uh, <laughs> if we're in front of it or on the boat, man. we're gonna be near the boat. Dude, I want to be in the for boat. one of the next couple of I episodes. I want to be in the boat for sure. I gotta be in the boat. And uh, we can't just be sitting next. I mean, we could start out maybe soon. Maybe we can get in the boat, <laughs> dude. I want to be in the boat, man. It's a ma- it's like a freaking four ton mahogany I know. wood thing. What, it what can harm take could we this, do? It can take the stress of us hanging out in the boat. Here's what we, we might do. have to have flasks. No. We have to have flasks, like leather flasks or yeah. something. So we don't have glass in the boat. And what stuff. we have to do is dress up like teddy bears. No, I'm we not get doing two that. big teddy bear outfits. I'm not doing that. Sorry. Totally, I'm getting <laughs> not, two big not teddy. Me. Yeah, you can okay. do one teddy bear. All right, that's really the bourbon talk. <laughs> yeah. There. All right. <laughs> that's say, you can get a shirt made with a couple teddy bears on it. All right. But they no, that's uh, available at wearingfunny.com. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. We're not. You're taking it a little bit too far. On that. All right, I'm, I was being silly. Yeah. Uh, Charles, I'm just again. I'm having so much fun. Uh, all the people we do, hanging out with doing this. You know, Tom. I, I, I we gotta have Tom. I talked back to Tom out. the other day, man. I talked to him the other day. He's he's got something. There's something going on in Portsmouth, December fourth. We gotta we gotta have Tom yeah, come when we this? do when we do the because that's uh, the Packard plant is closer to where Tom lives. Yeah. So he's got to come over to the Packer plant when we do that. And uh, Chris is like such a good friend of the show. He lives in uh, Grand Rapids. Area. Chris, yeah. If you want to, when we 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 plan the, uh, if you want to come and hang out while we do the uh, Miss America from from the Miss America, uh, you can do that. anybody actually but, who wants to come because it's a museum. It's but just to the say public. too is that Tom got a call from Portsmouth, Ohio. Mm. Saying that they want they they were telling him to like save the date for something. Or oh, other. cool! And so I don't we don't know what that means. All but right. they, we don't know what know what that means. But Tom was super excited about it. He said he was like, I don't know what December fourth is in Portsmouth, but they're saying save the date. He said, which okay. is like rare for them to call him because Tom's got all these connects. You know, like some yeah, of the yeah. people we've had on the show have been from Portsmouth. All right. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> So, anyways, I don't know what that means, but maybe there's something cool we could do down there for a show on December 4th. I don't know. All right. So, uh, more coming up. Um, like, subscribe. Thank you for the for stage coming is along. set for yeah. the most epic. Re- I mean, there, there's a. I'm going to spoiler uh, alert. There's about to be a rematch of this yeah. of these two. Juggernauts. What year? What year was this in? This was. We talked about 1930. We're heading into 1931. So, I mean, we're not even to 35. We're not to 35. So I mean he wins in thirty five, but this is a pretty stiff competition all the way up to thirty five. Just another little spoiler alert is that the the the, the thirty five is not the, the most epic races are what we're sort of talking about right now. Mm-hmm. The the by the time a thirty five comes, he's just he's, everybody else gave up again <laughs> for the most part. Yes, so I love, but that's so like he, so, so much the, the, the most story. Ep- exactly. So that, so like, but that's the thing is like that's so much the story of Garwood. Between yes, between the era of the tigers. Between the era of the Tigers in 1909 to you know with 1907 and 1909 with Ty Cobb, but up until like Cobb's you know Cobb left Detroit in 1924. Right now, this is the only thing interesting in Detroit at this time. It's it. Garwood is, is Detroit. This sports. is Detroit City he football. Is Detroit sports. DCFC. Yes. This is the only thing interesting happening is, in Detroit. Yes, Garwood in the 20s and 30s was the only. He this is was. The Mar- this is the maroon mob. He, right yes. Here. So from the Ty Cobb, so you know the Ty Cobb era was 1905 to 1924. Once Ty Cobb left the Tigers, the Tigers were just either mediocre or terrible from 1925 all the way through 1933. Mm. There was nothing going on there. The, the NFL tried three times to establish a team in Detroit, failed all three times. So there was no NFL. 
The, the, the Detroit Hockey Organization, the Detroit franchise, moved to Detroit in 1926. They changed their name three times in five years. Yep. They did not become the Red Wings until you know until the you know 30, 30 so right 32, now, 33. This is a wasteland. Yeah. So there's nothing going on. Even when they became the Red Wings, they were uninteresting. They were the th- you know third. They were they bare, they were just some obscure Canadian sport. It wasn't even really until 35 that the city mm-hmm. really started gravitating towards hockey. So that's what I'm saying. Like in the 20s and 30s, Detroit sports was Gar Wood, and right. these were the stories that was going and there, on. And there are six hundred thousand people lining the shores of yes. Belle Isle and the Detroit River to watch this happen. Yes, I've been there, and I've been, I've been there a lot of times uh, watching the the boat races. And man, I can't. I, I just I know the feeling. It's like, I, did you go to? The I've boat? never been to the boat race. Oh my god, they were amazing. Oh yeah. my god, they're always yeah. It's a yeah. riot. I actually got to uh, uh, go through the pits a couple of times. Really? I got because uh, I, I teach high school high school journalism, and I don't know how I got. I forget how it's uh, another teacher at a middle school volunteered, and he was able to get us passes. And so I was able. I brought kids from about six really? different six different schools. Uh, video broadcast kids, and we did. We got into the pits, and they they were interviewing drivers, and they were they they did great little news packages interviewing. But we were in the pits and talking to the drivers, and yeah. it, was, it was good. It was it was fun. But see, the, um, but the, maybe these these are the kind of. But then I've been to the I've been to the drunk fest boat race stuff too. You know, fun like, stuff. These kind of stories of yeah. talking about the where the boat races came from, yeah. and why the Detroit became synonymous with the boat races. Yeah, maybe with like the resurrection of these stories. In the connection with the past, with the present of the bolt races, maybe we can revive these type of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. from my understanding, they're not even running them anymore. Yeah, well, it kind of pooped out. It was out just in a couple. Yeah, yeah with it was with the COVID. It was yeah. 2020 with the COVID. That's my 20, understanding. Is when they were they tried. 2018 to, was they the last get one they the ran. Sponsorship and yeah. all these other things. Maybe there's like a UWM that wants to get that get yeah. involved with this. That's you it. You know what I mean? Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, but like I say, this, all of this stuff, all of this stuff is. The, is it's like well it's the history of Detroit yeah but this is where this is the genesis of Detroit sports this is why to this day we want to we bridge the gap. are so diehard fans of our teams why we why we have such a passion towards these teams it all stems from these different eras and from these from the these you know these incredible stories that built the fan base that carried on to this right, day right. so is it's it, that's funny because I just uh, a little shout out uh, talking to some guys over in England this week and they do a podcast called uh, the roar of the lions it's uh, the R O. We got English T-L, fans, yeah. Uh, the Roar of the Lions, uh, UK. Uh, they were interviewed on a Detroit, Deadline Detroit, uh, and I was like, wow, and I checked them out in their podcast. I was like, I, I talked to them. We're going to do a little crossover stuff with them. Yeah. Uh, but they're in England, and they love the Lions. I'm like, hey, guys, you know why Detroit still puts up with the Lions and all their shenanigans? And the thing is, they were they, they like American football. One of the cats played they played American football at their college. Yeah, in I England. played American football in Scotland. It's, yeah, so, I love to. I want to know what team they played. I'd love to so, talk to them because I played for the Edinburgh Wolves. In, yeah, yeah, in, in Edinburgh, Scotland. So he, he was playing, and 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 they're like, well, we want to like look at a team. It's like, well, what team is an underdog? And it was the year that the Lions went zero and sixteen yeah. or zero and twenty oh, that's awesome. or whatever the so hell they it picked was. A team that was, gone. and they were like. And they're like, listen. And then they they started looking at the the story of Detroit and just like the current story of Detroit. And they're like, holy crap, Barry Sanders, Billy Sims, yeah, you know, you know, Megatron. It's like you know, and, and it, it's uh, uh, you know, a couple of their 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 uh, Slay 
uh, big place slay. Yeah, you know they they like these like new guys. And and they're like you know they're fans. Well, I'm a diehard of the Lions right now. I love so, the direction the team is going. I think they're so absolutely on. Un- they're I like super they're, positive I, about the Lions. I am too. I right mean, they're not they're not cheerleaders by any stretch of the imagination. They're critical when they need. To be I'd love critical. to talk to them anyways. Yeah, but it, it, it's funny. And I said, hey, and I, I messaged them. I'm like, I like your podcast. You know what's you know what's interesting is why Detroit puts up with all the horse poop we got to put up with right now, is because it's so ingrained. Culturally, yeah, um, in, in the city from 1935. Here's the story of the Lions, and I sent them a link to the playlist, the Lions playlist. I'm proud of you, though, Jamie. Yeah. When you were telling me about, you were telling me about this before the show. So they were cool. They're cool cats, though. But I'm proud of you because the way that you you were telling me this about this before the show, and the way you talk to them. You know what I mean? Like we, when we before when we started this show, you knew nothing about it. <laughs> I mean, no, you know I the you knew the basic framework of the story. Yeah. You knew the basic framework, but like, but you, you know your evolution of understanding all this different stuff. And I, I even said it in the early on. I was like, you are so lucky because your first like your your first like uh, understanding of sports is the city of champions yeah. season, which is the greatest season ever. They're not yeah. all like this, my friend. They're not all like this. <laughs> no, no. So your first like sort of exposure to the how cool sports can be yeah. comes from the greatest season that ever took place on American soil. You yeah. know, so you're you're like you're rooted in it, and you're the way you talk to me. You're like, hey, you know why this is the case, and you're you know I'm proud of you because you're really you know you're hitting them with it. You know, so yeah, somebody that just liked the show. His name's Gareth. So I'm gonna guess he might that's be my from- boy Gay. He, oh, is it coming live from England? Okay, yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, he's listening live in England right, right now. Fair play. So, um, all right, so there you go. So, if you're listening wherever uh, on uh, either side of the pond, uh, like we're subs- international, bro. <laughs> we're international, <laughs> going nationwide. Going, we got we're, we're international platinum. followers. All right, yeah. fair play. Uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment. No, appreciate it. Um, and uh, so, more fun coming up. I'm yeah, gonna, we got some cool stuff. I'm gonna we're, chop, we're broadcasting from the Miss America 10. We are. We are. It's on we my, may be it's, in front of it. No, dude, this Might is like on it. my bucket I'm list. I'm not sure. Dude. I don't think you understand. I'm not, dude, I'm not sitting out front of the, out front of the Miss America 10. <laughs> if we are near the Miss America 10, I'm sitting in the Miss America 10. All right? This is, you don't understand how much of a, how much of a bucket list this uh, Ren- is. Renee likes me, but I'm, well, I'm not sure how much she likes she, me. We'll dude, see. Come we'll on. See. It's we'll a see. two-ton mahogany, <laughs> Philippine mahogany boat, dude. We can, we're not going to harm Anything. Here's what I'm saying. If you were dressed in a big fluffy bear costume, I'm not, it's not there's helping. no way you could scratch anything. That's not happening. <laughs> that's not. We're not. That's, that's a no. You're no a, go. You're situation. in a big bear costume. No, it's not happening. I don't do that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't do that kind of thing, man. But but, but we. But you can, it sounds to me like you got a little, uh, little charmer <laughs> to some extent. So yeah, she's she's great. I can't wait to I can't wait to meet her on Tuesday, and then we'll plan and we'll plot. Well, the thing is, we could help turn that and, that uh, boat and that her into, thing an, into attraction, like, an attraction to a destination. Yeah. So it, well, here's the. I other mean, our thing. show might be small now. I'll self admit it. Our show yeah, is yeah, small. Yeah. We don't yeah, have yeah. a ton of watchers. Mm. But you know what? Every show starts small. There's an old saying I, I actually quoted in the very my first book is the, the sort of lead in quote of my book. Everything starts small. Everything starts small. It doesn't matter how big anything is today. It all started small. Mm-hmm. And we, yes, we don't have the we don't have a ton of people watching or whatever like this. But at some point in time, who's to say that this isn't you know that people aren't going back listening to the show and be like, dude, it is on my list. I've got to see the Miss America Ten. Mm-hmm. It like especially when we're on there, we're gonna be like, I mean, this we're gonna be like this is gonna be the one of the, I would this like, be an experience for I me, man. Like, it's like Disneyland to me as a kid or something. So no, I would like like. 
when they're, you know, the, the Lions are on Monday Night Football, you know, and they go through the city and they show clips of this and that, and, you know, they'll show a Pistons logo, they'll show a Tigers logo, and they'll show the Joe Lewis fist. And yeah. They should show a clip of the freaking Heck yeah. Miss America 10. It's yes. right bloody there. I know. And it's, it's, it's a huge part of sports. But that's and I'm saying. not even talking on the Ocho. Yeah, I'm talking about no. This <laughs> it's is not ESPN. The Ocho. It's, this this it, should be prime time. Just to go, I just want to read. This, a, is, this a, is a this is a this is a prime time story. Well, I just want to look at just to throw a couple things, a couple facts that I didn't really go through here. Is that the the Guinness Book of World Record? And we mentioned this the yeah. the large the in the Guinness Book of World Record quote unquote largest attendance at a sporting event. Was the Tour de France in nineteen or in two thousand and twelve? Mm-hmm. Twelve million people over three weeks. Yeah, not three one day. Weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. So twelve million divided by twenty-one days, which is three weeks, equals five hundred and seventy-one thousand four hundred twenty-eight fans. That doesn't. That's not six hundred thousand. There was over six hundred thousand. Over six hundred thousand. That's the Guinness one, Book of what World is, Records. What is one day attendance? Well, that's what I'm saying. They didn't is, have that. They what is one day attendance? They, it wasn't on there. So that's event. what I'm saying. So the largest event they said. I'm just listening off what they said on the there. fire festival. Million. They, I think they had more at the fire festival. What I'm, what I'm trying Kidding. to say though is that according <laughs> to the Guinness Book of Records, Guinness Book of World Records, the largest attendance at a sporting event divided over three weeks by yeah, yeah. You know, day yeah. to day yeah. Yeah, yeah. is is does not equal what happened at 600,000 for this event. Right. And then a couple other quick facts. Uh, there's a, a Seat Geek, which is a ticket salesman from a 2017 sure. article. They mentioned it, number one of a top five uh, largest attendance ever was a WCW wrestling event in in nor- of all places North Korea, uh. P- uh, Pyongyang in North Korea, 190,000. Yep. The Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the the uh, 250,000 seats at the Indianapolis Motor, Motor Speedway. They mention a USA Today article, which I got basically from Wikipedia, mentions the largest crowd at this 250,000 seat uh, venue. It was 200, or I'm sorry, 350,000 people in a single day for the for the Indy 500. Okay, mm-hmm. so and according to the Washington Post, this is straight from the Washington Post. The Indy 500 is the largest single day sporting event in the world. And how many people? Three hundred and fifty thousand people was the largest day they ever had, and because the venue seats right, right. two hundred fifty thousand. Seventy six Gold Cup, right? The precursor yes. to well, I mean, because yeah, we're Gar ran the Gold Cup too. Yes, um, so seventy six Gold Cup. Uh, in 1976, there were over 500,000 fans. Well, here's what I'm saying is that I'm listing off all these different sites I was looking at real And there quick. was si- over 600,000. And, and none of these sites mentioned that, and they yeah. don't mention Garwood. So the boat races somehow, for whatever reason, are just don't, count. Are, don't ever count to yeah. any of this stuff. And this is this is uh, the so Hydra- Detroit, Hydroplane History homepage. Hydroplane History is, homepage. It's what like I'm saying Leslie is like LeslieField.com if somebody's looking for it. Well, what I'm just saying is, is though, is that all like if you look yeah. at if you do a Google search of largest sporting events ever, yeah. they list all these things like wrestling events, Indy 500, all these different things. And, wrestling, but, might as well. A lot of people saw Hamilton too. Yeah. Whatever. But but here's the thing. <laughs> like, that's is, real. But, but here's the thing is that some of the largest, <laughs> some of some of the largest oh, luchadors out some there of, for me. Some of the largest, if not the largest, sporting events ever took place in Detroit. Yes. Where is any mention or anything about it? No. You, even you mentioned that a seventy-five or it was a seventy-six. 70, seventy-six yeah. race, you know, on the Gold Cup yeah. that drew a ton of fan, a ton of people. Where's the mention of that on any Guinness Book of Records or SeatGeek no. or any of these other sites? You know, where like that's what I'm trying to say. That, that you know, would, here's the thing. That's the margin because a lot of like this a, was free. 
A lot of a lot of the shoreline is free, so they're not charged. I guess tickets. Well, maybe that's the case. Maybe but, that's maybe that's tickets. Maybe well, that's sold is, tickets sold. But this, but the but even but even Jaylee Barrett himself, Jaylee Barrett himself said that they had actual people on the edges of yep. every single area with little clickers, Holy keeping crap. track of the fans, and they got to six hundred thousand and basically just lost track. <laughs> but in the race, but what we're leading up to, and this is kind of like yeah. the final element of my notes. I wanted I have to say here okay. is that the rematch is going to be. Huge. The rematch and the stories that we got to follow are going to be epic. In the six hundred thousand, just by sitting the, just by putting the like the the thought in your mind as the listener and the viewer that six hundred thousand of this race we just got done talking about is has the has, at least is in the conversation for the largest sporting event ever that ever took place that ever happened. Right, six hundred thousand. This race is going to be dwarfed by the next race. Holy crap! This race is going to be dwarfed. By the next race, okay. in the next race, the Miss America Ten, the Miss England Three. Even if are, we, even if we got to take a week or two off, we got to do this next one with the Miss America Ten. It's got to be the Miss America Ten. Maybe not in the Miss America. It's got to be in the Miss America Ten <laughs> with with the Miss America. With the America. I'm America, going. I'm going. I'm going with. I'm going in. If if we if we can get in, you can sit on the outside of it. I'll I, sit in the boat, and I'll if, be. I'll have the microphone. If we get in. <laughs> I'll get in. I'll be in. I'll be sitting in the boat. I don't want to. I don't want to push. I got respect. You don't want to sit in the cockpit. Of I totally want to. You can sit in Orland Johnson. I'm a realist. Spot. I got I the know, steering wheel. I, I got this. I got Gar Woods wheel. I'm bringing you. you I'm Johnson. bringing you a big teddy bear outfit. No, I'm telling that's you right not now, happening. Gar Wood don't. would never want me to wear you, a teddy you bear You would outfit. totally. I have a feeling that you Gar, would look good in it. No, I wouldn't. You just need some ears. Gar Wood would You're never. You're a big huggable teddy bear as you are. Gar Wood would never. Gar Wood would never want me to be telling his story in a teddy bear outfit. <laughs> Some reference to the teddy bears would be appropriate, but not uh, actually wearing. You suit. know what? I think he'd probably laugh. And I'm already calling. I'm already calling. <laughs> I'm already calling the steering wheel. I get to see in Garwood seat. All right, you got Orland Johnson. You got seat. it, man. That guy. He took a. Orland Johnson was he mad. Took ass. a cut to the jugular <laughs> and <laughs> many said, things. Said when? Wait till I you hear back. what's going to happen to Orland next oh, week. Dude. No, the next episode, Orland goes through it again. <laughs> Holy Even crap. Wor- probably as bad or worse. Holy crap! All right, so uh, I. You, you said, oh, this is going to be one episode. I'm cutting this into two. Well, so thanks for joining us for the second part of this <laughs> it episode. It might have to be. What is it, two hours? Uh, we're an hour and hour, hour 32. Um, but that's what I'm saying. There's no way it could have been a, ha- a, a little 30-minute episode. There's yeah, no we wandered way. around a little bit, too. Yeah, but, but uh, we did all right. We do our thing, Appreciate man. it. And uh, appreciate everybody who've stuck around uh, this long. Like, subscribe, leave a comment. We've we've been there before. Do all those- We're gonna. We're also gonna be doing. And also, uh, we're gonna be doing. We had stickers. We have like a teespring teespring uh, store. Wearingfunny.com. Wearing. Okay. It's gonna be. It's all. It'll all be it. Chris is taking care of that, and it's all. At we got wear- stickers. We got the uh, city. We got the crest that we're gonna be talking about. Wearingfunny.com. Awesome. The crest. Yep. The 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 uh, coat of arms is awesome. It's beyond it. It's so cool. I'm, I like it so much. Jamie's I'm gonna get tat- it. I'm gonna get it inked on my. Body. Inked on his body. I will get it inked on my body. I yeah. like it that much. So, all right, like, subscribe, leave a comment, and uh, tell some friends. Charles, I appreciate Jamie, you. Cheers, I always man. have pleasure. Let's, I love doing this show, man. Uh, let's uh, put it up on the hoist for a couple of days, and we'll be back.